Chi Hu. Well, you wake up in the morning, hit the snooze again. Hey, that snooze! You're back, Chuck. I'm back, baby. Your sweet, sultry voice is on the radio once again. My sucrose voice. It's not just gross, it's sucrose. <laughs> you don't, they, we don't have sugary voices anymore. It's all corn syrup. Mm. Mm. Diabetes on the radio. Diabetes. <laughs> I got the mustache to prove it. Good morning and aloha, Biscuiteers. Welcome back to the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater right here on 333 Dairy Road in beautiful downtown Maui. We're back. We're back in the saddle again, baby. I'm Chuck Sauce. He's Vince Fody. We are the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Boop, boop. Right here on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. And the voice of Maui. That's right. We are a nonprofit educational show. We're all here about cooking, comedy, and fighting the lizard people. New World Agenda, Agenda 21. I got my eyes on you, buddy boy. Sad day in the news. I'm so sick of Agenda 21. I know. Jeez. <laughs> Do you think the gay agenda is written in Times New Roman? All right. <laughs> Everybody, we got one heck of a show for you today. Yes, we do. I uh, was out last week. I had a little bit of a rehab situation to go to. You had a charcuterie relapse? I do. I did. And you know what? I'm cheesier than ever, baby. And this episode's going to prove it. Vincent Fody, what's on the docket today? What stops are we making on the biscuit and gravy train? Uh, we've got so much to talk about today, Chuck. Ooh, baby. We've got... Uh, a whole grip of porn stars that have died. Oh, my God. And porn star Lips news to grip. talk about. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot of t- stuff to talk about for Gluttony Club. Two drummers died, too. The drummer of uh, ZZ Top died this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. And the drummer of, oh, not Corn. What's the other dumb band that sounds just like Corn? System <laughs> of a Down, maybe? I think they're slightly better. The drummer of System of a Down died. Wait, he died? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's terrible. It, they both they both died. Did you hear Bob Odenkirk got rushed to the hospital last no, night too? No, not yeah. the Kirk. He was uh, Bob Odenkirk was filming the final season of Better Call Saul in Albuquerque, and he like collapsed on the set and got rushed to the hospital. Albuquerque. So I swear to I swear God, if you take Bob Odenkirk before they finish filming the last season of Better Call Saul, oh man. You know what I think about God. <laughs> <laughs> You know who else feels that way about God? Brandy Love. We're going to be talking. Oh, yeah. Brandy Love got in a little hot water, so we're going to be talking about that later on in the show today. The hottest liquid. Oh, Slipknot. Oh, okay. So the drummer from System of a Down is still alive. It's Slipknot. Thank the Lord. I hope he didn't suffocate from having a mask on or something. Oh, Oh, man. So We're going to have to play a game. Is it sex or Slipknot? Sex or... <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so good to have you back, Chuck. It's good to be back, Biscuiteers, the Biscuit Boys, and Gravy Gals alike. Coming up on the show, we got Chuck Stuff and Knowledge, Buffalo, where I prove that sixth graders are smarter than me. So thanks for sending in the emails of what is the capital of Vermont, and I will get it wrong on the radio. Montpelier. Montpelier I know that. The gravy Did, train has an abundance of stops to make today. I got a question for you, Chuck. What's your favorite four non-blonde song? My favorite four non-blonde song is clearly, What's Going On? Or What's Up, as they say. 
What is going on? Did you have a good time up in Alaska? I had a great time in Alaska. The penultimate state. Reindeer sausage. We are the ultimate state. And then they're the pen. They're the penultimate state. state. Mm-hmm. Did you hear there's a show called Pen 15? <laughs> yeah, there is. It's really funny, actually. Is it? Yeah. I can't, it sounds such a juvenile name. It's So Pen 15, for those of you just listening in, it's like 30-year-old women wearing braces pretending to be seventh graders. Oh, that sounds terrible. And it's actually kind of funny. I will say Big Mouth is way funnier. Uh, but it's the same thing. It is supposed to be juvenile and sack. It's like about, you know, how gross. Big Mouth. Are. I don't think I would enjoy that show you either. Big I like Jason Manzukis, but isn't the whole show about like uh, about like young boys going through puberty and girls? Who's the executive producer? Michael Jackson. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to watch that show. <laughs> it's, it's not bad. Give it a try. <laughs> All right. Maybe only because I like Jason Manzukis so much. He was in that show Invincible, too. Oh, yeah? Which is so good. You mean Invincible as well. Invincible as well. Mm-hmm. Not the second installment of Invincible. We got and J.K. Simmons is in Invincible. J.K. Simmons, today. so good. We're going to be talking about J.K. Simmons later on in the show. Oh, you're going to spoil in it? In what context? You'll just have to wait and find mm. out. So it's so good to have you back, Chuck. Uh, good let's to be back, let's talk about a couple things that were going on. Uh, trivia at the playground. Oh yeah. Yeah, we went to. You were there when we went I to was. trivia at the playground. They they've been doing that on Mondays, right? Is that every Monday or like every Not other Monday? Every Monday. So pretty much Mondays at the playground, you can see me having fun. Because we're not allowed to say qualitative statements right. on a nonprofit educational show. So you can see me having fun with friend of the show, Chima LaForge, and Trish the Dish. So sometimes on Mondays, it's comedy yeah. where you can see me being super, super duper funny. Just follow like the playground on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and then mm-hmm. you can see all the cool stuff because they got comedy shows going on there. They got trivia. They got trivia. Anuhea is playing there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's coming to the show, to the island too. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be fun. Um, but I was very stoked I did, We did that they're doing... Open mic comedy again. Open mic. I am so happy. So, you didn't get to go last week or this or no, I've been off for two or weeks, tonight. Unfortunately. Yeah, you were gone for two Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. But re- before but I'll see you next Tuesday. I was having trouble arranging my schedule so that I could take the night off on Tuesday nights, and finally everything fell into place, and I was able to take off on Tuesday night. So I was so happy that I got to do Open My Comedy again, and I got to tell you, it feels so good. So good! Because as a comedian, you need those days where you can just get up and work on new material. You know, I've been doing the same material for like like two years, and it feels good to get up and try out some new material. And I got to say, I did all new material when I got up last Tuesday, and it all killed. It felt nice. so good. And how about last night? Uh, last night, I also did mostly new material. I did some half the stuff that I did the previous week, and half and a, a couple new things, and it all went over pretty well. I like to do rule of three. Like for open mic, I'll try a joke a couple times in a row and try to like maybe finesse it. Right. I'll put it away for a little bit, and then I'll try to bring it back. Sometimes you're like, oh, that's not done yet. Put it back. Put that one back in the oven. Yeah, put let that it back. In the let it bake a little bit. Yeah. Because sometimes as a comedian, like you have a, a funny idea. And you're like, mm, it's just not ready yet. I got to let that bake a little bit longer. And then you bring it back later on because you find like the perfect way to deliver it. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while you have something like that. Like I'll go through my old jokes and I'll find something. I'll be like, you know what? I think it's time for this one to, to make a return appearance. Yeah. I like going through my old jokes and cringing at what I thought was funny. <laughs> I have four pages on, you know, like this Korean restaurants where you cook your own food. Yeah. There should be a North Korean restaurant. It's a Toppenyaki. <laughs> Anywho, a lot of new people at 
comedy open mic, which is great. Can you believe that they would give any insane lunatic a microphone? I do believe that. Also, uh, they had the that show, the Skip Clark show. Oh, did you Skip open up Clark. for the Skip Clark? I opened up for Skip Clark. He was super funny, so that was a good time. Uh, there's also another comedian coming next Monday, uh, Clark uh, Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson. August second or third. Uh, it's this Monday, actually. Wow, that's coming super up. quick. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's going to be pretty soon. So Charlie Wilson, not Tom Hanks' character from Charlie <laughs> Wilson War. Charlie Wilson. That was the guy who like inadvertently created the Taliban, I think. Yep, because pretty much. They were arming, and then they had a they were arming Tom Hanks Afghani's to help fight the Russians. Yep. But then they took all those weapons and became the Taliban, and then. Yep. So that wasn't in, in retrospect. Afghani's to do guerrilla warfare. <laughs> that actually happened, people. They, but yeah, we also trained Afghani's on how to like take over commercial airplanes. Look it up, people. And the same airport that the terrorists, if you believe it, uh, that trained to take over the airplanes is the same airport in Florida that the CIA used to bring all the cocaine and drugs in. Are they tied together? More on that next week, Vincent Fody. Um So, yeah, that it's not that Charlie Wilson. It's uh. <laughs> the Charlie Wilson that uh, he wrote for the Wendy Williams show, and he appeared on the Steve Harvey show, and he was on season two of Laughed After Dark on Amazon Prime. Ooh. And so, yeah, that's Monday, August 2nd. So look forward to that. And Chena LaForge is opening up for him. Uh, oh, also, December 11th and 12th, guess what? The Maui, guess what? Guess what? Guess the Maui what? Comic-Con. The Maui December 11th and 12th, the Maui Comic-Con. It's going it to be at September the, 11th the Maui Beach Hotel. Tony, is it September or December? December. Uh, okay. December 11th and 12th, Maui Comic Con is going to be at the Maui Beach Hotel. Oh, and who else did we see? Jim Gaffigan. Oh, yeah, dude. How was that Jim Gaffigan show? It was so good. It was great to see a very talented comedian try new stuff and not land all of it, to be honest with you. Right, because Jim Gaffigan, whenever you see Jim Gaffigan, he's always extremely polished because he does a lot of touring. And so usually you don't get to see him trying like new stuff. You know, you, you're just seeing him doing... Pineapples? What's the deal with pineapples? So when, when he came to Maui for his sold-out show, he was actually... He, he said at the end of the show that this was the first show that he had done that was ov- more than 10 minutes in over 16 months. And I thought he was full of it, but I went online as I followed him on Instagram, and I looked for it, and all the other shows he's been doing since COVID were like just been really like quick virtual little shows. 10-minute virtual yeah. shows and stuff. So it was cool to see him kind of break off all the dust and the rust and <laughs> get back into it. And it, it's cool to see a big-name comedian like him doing stuff that – probably is not going to end up in the special because he had a he went down a couple rabbit holes and he said some stuff that was uh, a little off color for for, for him Jim i know but he had this really <laughs> funny bit about bikers and bicyclists the difference between bikers and cyclists yeah and he's like, like we're gonna be called bikers and they're like but motorcycle doesn't even have the word bike in it <laughs> he's like doesn't matter we're taking it so that was great. Gotta love Jim Gaffigan. Can you believe the Pale Tourist got released two years ago this week, man? What? That was two years two ago? Two years ago. I know. Wow. Yeah. So give it up for Jim Gaffigan. Give it up for all the comedians because the world's a little bit sadder now that's, than it's That's why before. it's especially important to support open mic comedy because us comedians... Quiet, you sons of biscuit eaters! We gotta get back out there and... We gotta and jump into the nuts and the bolts of the show, the gym there. Today's show is underwritten in part by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Most Deaf's Hearing Aids. Get less deaf with Most Deaf. Hey, Vince. 
you know what I like about most Def's hearing aids? What is it, Chuck? They're black on both sides. <laughs> Gotta love most Def. Uh, I also want to mention that today's show is also brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for Cumberbatch. Ooh, Benedict Cucumber. I love mm. Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. Now, mm. I got a quick little thing for follow-up junction. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hold on. First stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is... Follow-up junction. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. All right, let's pull the biscuit train into follow-up junction. So we've been talking about biscuits. We've been talking about Ben and Jerry's like every week. Yeah. Okay, so now who's throwing shade on Ben and Jerry's? The country of Israel. The country of Israel. <laughs> I don't want to get... I mean, let's not. Ben and Jerry's is kosher, but Ben and Jerry's is not halal, baby. Wait, what? what's the difference? Isn't kosher and halal pretty much the same thing? No, no, no. Kosher is uh, you bribe uh, a Jewish leader to oh, say that it's cool. And then halal, and halal is, is you have bribe to bribe an imam or something that like that. Yeah. Okay, I understand. (laughs) So I know it's like for Chunky Monkey, you have to slaughter the monkey in a right way, (laughs) and a rabbi has to to preside over the slaughtering and and the the draining of the monkey Mm -hmm. for the Chunky Monkey to be... The draining of the monkey, yeah. (laughs) Draining of the monkey sounds like something I did this morning. (laughs) (laughs) So The cherries is very creamy. So as much as we have been trying to avoid talking about Israel <laughs> on yeah, this we, show yeah the Israel Palestine thing is not a biscuits yeah, and gravy morning <laughs> conversation typically we, <laughs> we but let me tell you we something we did get into Brody. Israel a little bit on Sunny Dennis podcast if Ben and Jerry is taking a, span, a stance on pa- Palestine maybe it's time for us to take a stance maybe on Palestine <laughs> so Ben and Jerry's so basically Ben and Jerry's stop selling Ben and Jerry's in Israel because of their war crimes, I guess. Mm. (laughs) And and then Israel got mad and started throwing shade on Ben and Jerry's. So they had start throwing shade. They hired a troll army to to leave bad reviews about Ben and Jerry. That's petty. And to harass Ben and Jerry's online. That's petty, even for Jews. I'm gonna go ahead and say. Do you think you're gonna read a bad review about like Americone Dream? Or Netflix and Chilled, or Whiskey Business, or Fish Food, or Chubby Hubby. Dough. I could go on and on. Or Conan O'Brien in <laughs> the pickle flavored ice cream yeah. from Conan O'Brien. You think I'm going to read a bad review read? and then not eat it? No. Especially Sweet when sweet. it's written in Hebrew. I don't even read Hebrew. Um, <laughs> Israel. That'd not... be a nice new flavor. But by the way, <laughs> are they really losing that much business? Aren't no. aren't all Jews like lactose intolerant? I don't think so. That's not like a racist thing that I'm saying. That's no. like I'm like eighty percent of Jews are lactose intolerant. And there's some Asian populations that can't digest milk. As yeah, well. yeah, and Native Americans. Mm. Yeah, because Native Americans were not drinking cow's milk; they were just <laughs> hunting buffalo and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, like I think like ninety percent of Native Americans are. That's why they don't sell uh, Ben and Jerry's on reservations. I, I don't guess. know if that's true. <laughs> they don't sell Ben and Jerry's in any casinos in the so Midwest. So Ben and Jerry's taking a political stance. I don't know. And if, by the way, if you're not going to sell ice cream to Israel for war crimes, does that mean <laughs> the Bush family can never eat ice cream again? I guess so. I, I mean, know. they still sell it in America, and we've got our fair share of war crimes, so mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, new, what, uh, that's why sh- got companies shouldn't be taking political stances. Apparently... 
ninety uh, percent of drone strikes kill civilians. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Coca Cola was like, "Hey, we think black people should be allowed to vote," and then every and then, conservative uh, lost their like, mind. No, they're like, "I'm gonna throw all my Coca Cola in the trash." <laughs> <laughs> what a good spot for it. But you know, conservatives don't drink Coke anyway; they drink Pepsi. We, Which Pepsi's out of Atlanta. <laughs> we all know that, that Trump supporters drink Pepsi. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready to get in the morning wood? <laughs> we don't want to tackle the Palestinian Ben and Jerry's thing more. <laughs> all right, what do you want to say about... It's National Ice Cream Week, and you're going to throw shade at Ben and Jerry's? <laughs> it is national. It was National Ice Cream Week last week, um, July 18th. You know how, so like, during Hasselhoff Gluttony Club, we're going to be talking a lot about ice cream. Wait, what? You know how David Hasselhoff personally took down the Berlin Wall? Uh, I mean, not really, but kind of. He was there for a good photo op. What if Ben and or Jerry personally take down all the Palestine walls? That would be great. Yeah. So if you guys Could you like, imagine if it was the absence of Ben and Jerry that caused Israel to be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's that good. It is that good. Mm. It is that good. If you don't think that Ben and Jerry's can change the world, you're not eating enough Ben and Jerry's. Nope guys <laughs> all right so now we, it's time to get into the sad part of the show yeah leave that fun palestine stuff behind um so for hold on let me get the right sound effect going here today's show is brought to us in part by nick nolte it's bad for you and also by pierce brosnan's earrings from golden eye to golden ear get pierced with pierce brosnan's earrings if you're an online troll trying to battle the evils of delicious ice cream why don't you try our good friends down at kenny login Cybersecurity? Trust your logins to logins. Hey, Vince, don't let your privacy be in the danger zone. <laughs> Today's show is also brought to us by Ryan Reynolds Wraps, available at your local pizza place, a former partner of Scarlett Johansson Stationery. Ryan Reynolds and Scarlett Johansson used to be like uh, this. So cute. All right, so for uh, Morningwood, Chuck, I regret to inform you. Is that a sad, a sad it's a, train whistle? It's a sad whistle. <laughs> that, a cornerstone of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Vincent Fodi, is that we are not the lamestream media, okay? We are not CNN that covers dumb stuff. We cover real-life issues We are BGN, the, the Biscuits the, and Gravy Network. We cover real stuff here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Right. And as we all know, Donald Trump is going to try to come back to become president on August 13th. Oh, yeah. It's right around and the corner. I have a theory that the closer Don Tr- Donald Trump is to becoming president, the more, more porn stars die! Right, because we have never seen as many porn stars die as when Donald Trump was in office. You know when almost no porn stars died? Under Obama! Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, porn stars dying are sort of like the canary in the coal mine for a Donald <laughs> Trump presidency. Yep, <laughs> so, I'm getting worried! So there's only more and more evidence that Donald Trump is going to become president again soon because we had recently two... Porn star deaths. Two major porn star deaths. So remember when Dakota Sky died? I did. Well, another D Sky has just passed away. Dahlia Sky. Oh, no. Dahlia Sky. Not Delilah. And instead of dying in her trailer, she died in her car. That's... 
that's also upsetting. Also, well, it's that she she didn't die like in a car crash. She actually um, she committed suicide, unfortunately. So Dahlia Sky dead at thirty one. She was battling depression and breast cancer. So a bummer. Yeah, so that was pretty sad. So definitely, she was a big part of the porn industry. Um, she had a lot of fans, and we're definitely going to miss her. Uh, so that was really sad. But she's so not the only porn star to die recently, Vincent Fodi. She all she was not the only porn star to die. We also lost. Jake Adams, who was also who was 29, also in the prime of his career, he also died in or on a vehicle. He died in a motorcycle crash right outside Encino, California. Mm. Encino man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How did that get me? Wee's the juice. So yeah, Jake Adams. He he also recently just had a large party for the porn industry. He was beloved in the porn industry as well. So Dahlia Sky. And Jake Adams. Hey, maybe we'll make a, a film together in heaven. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Maybe. Uh, so, God bless you guys. Mm. We're gonna we're gonna miss you. The porn industry is not gonna be the same without them. Uh, and then I got a couple other things for porn news. What, Vincent uh, Fodi? Did you hear that uh, Riley Reed got married? Yeah. You wanna play taps again? Yeah. <laughs> Riley Reed is off the market. Oh no! First of all, I love Riley Reed. Yeah, she has that weird back tattoo though. She did a she did a real estate one of those real estate. Oh porns. my god, I love the real estate porn. The real estate agents are so good. By the way, last night at open mic, Chino LaForge had a joke about how um, he likes real estate porn, not for the sex, but for the the fantasy of being able to buy a house. Yeah, <laughs> there's a real good one with Gabby Carter. There's a really good one with. Um, uh, Veronica Rodriguez, Ooh. who I am a huge fan of. She How is huge. she is my favorite real estate agent of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Riley Reed got married. She got married to <laughs> she got married to a Latvian parkour runner. Yes, <laughs> named uh, Pavel Petkins. Pavel Petkins. And uh, let's just say I hope that he doesn't walk all over her. Now the, the a, great part about this is that she had to convert to Latvian Orthodox. <laughs> <laughs> like George Costanza. <laughs> what is it that appeals to you? Because it's uh Vost? No, not Vost. Mm, it's the hats. <laughs> the hats. It's the hats. Um oh, also, did you hear I got even more porn news, Chuck. Are we talking about Brandy Love yet? Can we, do you want to talk about Brandy Love? Brandy now, Love. Everybody knows fan, friend of the show, Brandy Love. Mm-hmm. Um, Conservative opinion editor, Brandy Love. Conspira- slash Stepmom extraordinaire. AVN award winner slash stepmom slash <laughs> conspiracy like the theorist. The you say AVN makes it sound like avian. <laughs> avian. She won a bird award. <laughs> oh, she got a bird all right. Mm, I'll take that bird flu shot. Um, so, yes, Brandy Love. We all know she is a noted conspiracy theorist slash racist slash very sexy stepmom portrayer. Well, she is a little racist in that she writes racially fueled articles and that for she, the Federalist. She's been very outspoken against BLM. Uh-huh. I would I think that you would consider that racist. But if you it's watch not gonna her stop career, me from spilling any seed over Brandy Love. She I don't know if you watch her career though, she seems to be in it to win it. <laughs> are, you, <laughs> are you saying she's done some some videos that some of her fans wouldn't be a a, a, a fan of. So Brandy Love um, got she she went to this conservative um, this conservative like conference mm-hmm. and then they kicked her out. It was a T 
TP USA. <laughs> First of all, it's not Toilet Paper USA. It's Turning Point USA. Republicans, can you run this past us? Okay, you want to say that you're not garbage. You want to say that you're not doo doo, and then Turning Point USA. Turning you're Point gonna USA. Name it TP. Tur- <laughs> and also. Brandy Love, so she even signed up for the VIP package. She was all in to go to this conservative conference. And then they they took away her pass and refunded her money and kicked her out because, spoiler alert, conservatives have conservative ideals. What? And apparently she was like, wait, this group of conservatives are nothing but a bunch of religious zealots. To which everybody said, uh, yeah, they're conservatives. Mm-hmm. Can't so, cancel Brandy Love. Baby. Brandy Love, if you're out there listening, we just want to say, come over to the the come gem- to the biscuit side. Come Brandy to Love. come to the liberal side. We we love pornography. Love it. We love open sexuality. We're cool with it. And uh, we also don't mind your crazy conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Biscuits and gravy come is to, smothered and covered. Brandy Love, if you're listening, come on the Biscuits and Gravy Radio Show. We want to talk to you. We've reached out to Brandy Love. No comment. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We also reached out to Lana Rhodes when she was on Island. Uh, Didn't get back to us, unfortunately. Mm. Lana Rhodes, if you're listening, we want to talk to you also. Today's show is brought to us by Jim Croce's Spice Rack when you need to keep time in a bottle. And also by David Spade Spades. Let Joe Dirt help you with your dirt. Oh, I love David, David Spade Spades. Spades. Today's show is brought to us in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Leonardo DiCaprio's Guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. <laughs> And also by Bon Jovi's Anchovies. They give anchovies a good name. They're so good, you'll eat them dead or alive. Bon Jovi's Anchovies, they're slippery when wet. And they're also the best-smelling thing in New Jersey. Bon Jovi's Anchovies. Bon Jovi's Anchovies. Gotta love Bon Jovi. All right, do you want to take a break? And then before we get into the rest of the show? The most amount, bro. All right, we're going to take a quick actual break. Coming up on the show, we got spoiler alert. We got, we got gluttony, gluttony club. We got so much got stuff so to talk about for gluttony about, club. Baby. Oh man, we got to alienate some Palestinian listeners. <laughs> no, we're on the Palestinian side. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, good, good. we're pro Ben like and Jerry's that. here at the Biscuits and mm. Gravy Show. Mm. I like it. <laughs> so we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be right back after these messages. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back to the Biscuits and Gravy Show right here on KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. Gravy. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk about all the lovely TV and all the bad TV that we can watch. We're going to do a little RIP to the drummers that have died this week. Ooh, baby. And we're going to have to develop a new game next week. Is it sex or Slipknot? (laughs) But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's show is underwritten in part by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with Slim, and he doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipment. Hey, Vince, are you looking for the finest quality crochet equipment around? I am. Well... I've got a name. Today's show is also brought to us by Christopher Walken's Running Shoes. When you got to run, stop with, with walking. And also by Robert Redford's Red Furs. <laughs> <laughs> for <laughs> Robert Redford's Red Furs. For the best red fir trees, they're the natural choice. <laughs> the natural choice. Oh, How about that? Oh, and God. also, why not? Scarlett Johansson stationery. Make every letter a scarlet letter. Gotta love Scarlett Johansson. She's so hot. I ate so much food on my charcuterie rehab adventures. Right. Uh, by the way, pate. So good. Up in the great north. Yeah, I went to Alaska. Dope. 
Yeah. Dope. By the way, how was the dope in Alaska? Uh, so, first of all, black market marijuana is, I think, slightly more affordable than than legalized. It's marijuana. true because I mean they got to pay taxes on it. Yeah, because oh, you got to government. You got to fund Alaskan schools or whatever. Yeah. By the way, uh, did you hear that Alaskan Thunder F? Yes. U C K. That the, that, strain. the weed strain, yeah, it, it got bred out of existence, apparently. I heard that Northern Lights got bred out of existence, but I found some in Alaska. I, I believe Northern Lights is still alive. And so here's the thing. I remember Northern Lights. You're 16. You're smoking a Juicy, Juicy J joint in your friend's garage. It's mm, canoeing, what flavor Juicy J? Uh, watermelon. Although, uh, see, I like blackberry brandy. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. No way, you blackberry brandy son of a... I guess you could say I have blackberry brandy love. Ooh, I love it. Mm. So I remember uh, Northern Lights being like so potent, dude. I remember smoking it and all of us singing that uh, Barbie song by uh, Aquafina or whatever. The, I remember that song. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. That's not Aquafina. That's Aquafina. What's it called? Aqua something. I remember that weed being so potent. And then I go and I find it in like the sixth or seventh cannabis shop that I'm in. And all the other weed you're getting is like jargon made, jargon names, right? They just, they've made up so much weed. The names are like too long, you know? It's like Sugar Express, OG Kush, and Stein. You're like, this is too much stuff. Dot com. And then it's, <laughs> but it's 30% uh, THC. Oh, yeah. Northern Lights, only 20% THC. And you know what? It all works, baby. It's so good. Northern Lights is delicious. Mm-hmm. What other weed chains did you get up there? Uh, I got a, a lot of stuff that had blueberry in it. I got some strawberry kush. Oh, it was Aqua. Oh, Aqua. The name yeah. of the band was just Aqua. Not that. Not the Fina part of it. Mm. Aqua Fina is that rapper chick. Yeah, she has a TV show, I think. Yeah, she does have a TV uh, show, and I think it got an Emmy nomination, if uh, I'm not mistaken. Don't give a show to anybody. Oh, yeah. We gotta talk, we'll talk about all the Emmy nominations. All the Emmy noms came out uh, last mm-hmm. week, so we'll talk about that during spoiler uh, alert. I want to give a shout out to Halibut. So good. Just for the halibut. Just for the halibut. Mm. Had some reindeer meat. Had some elk steaks. Pretty yum town. Ooh, elk steak. Sounds yeah. gamey. Now, what I like about Alaska is uh, not only can you buy weed pretty much anywhere, but it's so empty. I was in downtown Anchorage, and it's, like, not busy. And so you can just smoke joints wherever you go. It was really Really? Great. Were you yeah. able to get a rental car? Yeah, we got to rent a car for a couple days, hit the ground running. Because I heard that Alaska is going through the same stuff that we're going through, is that they're having a, sh- a rental car shortage. Not only are they going a rental car shortage just like Maui, but every hotel we went to, there's only one person working. <laughs> so All the restaurants like we went to were like, we'll hire you on the spot if you work here. Uh, big labor shortage out in Alaska, as in Maui. I always like to get hired at places where I work. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. So a labor shortage, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, <laughs> if you're if you're making money and everything's going fine, then it's, like, just barely acceptable to live in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I could see how, like, get like going through COVID and, and being unemployed would kind of encourage a lot of people to go back to where they came from if they weren't go originally from, from Alaska. See, Hawaii, there's no, if you're going through COVID, you know, there's no better place to hunker down Dude, and collect unemployment than Hawaii. I could not in Hawaii. relate to anyone else because everyone else, COVID sucked. I don't have any kids and I live 800 feet from the beach. <laughs> COVID was like the best time of my life, dude. Yeah, 2020 was literally the best year of my life. Ah, thanks, Trump. <laughs> yeah, except Trump lost. I, I miss you, Donald Trump. 
Hopefully he'll be back in August. I know. <laughs> he'll be back. All right, so what do you want to do? You want to talk Gluttony Club? Yeah, let's next stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is Gluttony Club. I'm very excited for Gluttony Club. Mm. I've been eating so much delicious food lately, Chuck. Even while you're gone. I've been eating I, this really great vegetable I'm a big fan of, and they've underwritten our show today. Oh, yeah? So Who's Gluttony that? Club is underwritten in part by Bruce Springsteen's String Beans. Grown in the USA! Gluttony Club is also provided in part by Winona Ryder's Horses. When you're looking for something to mount, think Winona Ryder. I would do stranger <laughs> things to her, hey, is I what like Chuck it. would say. I've, did you ever have horse carpaccio? I've not had horse carpaccio. I've had I had horse carpaccio in Japan, and oh, yeah? it was. <laughs> would I ever eat it again? I say nay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it wasn't too bad. Is I gotta that why say, the full cast of Sex in the City isn't coming back. <laughs> I guess so. So, all right, let's talk Gluttony Club. I had been in the hankering for a meatloaf sandwich, Chuck. Ooh, you got a hunk of hankering for some meatloaf sandwiches? Just, you know, sometimes you get in a weird mood and you get a craving for something. I hear that's what Adam Sandler eats again. <laughs> well, you got the meatloaf. Um, but I was in the mood for a meatloaf sandwich because I hadn't had one in a long time. And they used to actually, they used to have it on the happy hour at Gannon's. Mm-hmm. So you're half right. And um, it's no longer on the menu. And I was like, you know what? I'm really in the mood for a meatloaf sandwich. So I was going to make a meatloaf. But then I went to Safeway. And uh, what did they have at Safeway? You know where in Safeway where they have like the rotisserie chickens? Yeah. And sometimes they have ribs? Mm-hmm. The day that I went there, they also just happened to have pre-made meatloaf. Oh, yeah. So I, instead of going and buying all the stuff to make meatloaf and making it my, myself like I was going to, I just bought some pre-made meatloaf. And I got uh, some coleslaw. Basically, all you need is meatloaf, barbecue sauce, coleslaw, and some buns. And I got the the Hawaiian buns, mm. the sweet rolls, not the King's not Hawaiian the little ones sli- or the yeah, ones? The, but not the little slider ones, the ones that are more like oval size. Mm-hmm. Just take a slice of meatloaf, throw it on the bun, put a little barbecue sauce on there, and slather some coleslaw on top. Oh man, I junk. get the mini slider ones, but I don't break them up. So I eat three in a row. Yeah, dude, those mini, those little mini sliders. Yeah, so you could probably take a slice of meatloaf, cut it in half, and then put one half on each of one of those sliders. Jim Gaffigan has a good joke about how hamburgers are unhealthy, but meatloaf sandwiches and meatball sandwiches are considered healthy. <laughs> are they? I'm like, I don't know about that. But I, don't, I don't think so, but they are delicious, mm-hmm. Chuck. I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed these meatloaf sandwiches. I was pounding them. Mm. It was so good. I ate, when was the last time you had a meatloaf sandwich? Uh, ages. Ages ago, probably. So long. I had a lot of different salmon when I was up in Alaska. Oh, yeah. So, gotta say, farm salmon, not as good as fresh salmon. Right, because it's not pink, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's got like a little bit of a pink like, hue, they but... They like fake the salmon. They dye the salmon. Pink. Yeah, like regular salmon that you get here in the store, it's just dyed, it's dyed. salmon. That's what they inject mm-hmm. like pink food coloring into it. Yeah. Just like they inject blue into raspberries to make blue... No! <laughs> By the way, do you know blue raspberry is not a thing? Yeah, we've gone over this. Okay. It's from Beaver Butts. <laughs> well, it's blue raspberry is just a flavor that was created by candy companies in like the 70s. And it's basically just artificial raspberry flavor and blue food coloring. Mm, beaver Butts. More on that next week. We're well, really on a tangent here with blueberry raspberry <laughs> stuff. Also, uh, speaking about burgers and stuff, you know Jack in the Box came out with a cheesy bacon quad. Oh, I've had it, and it's delicious. Oh, you had it? Oh, of course. Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah. I had to go get it as soon as I saw it. I went there 
So, Chuck, I went to Jack in the Box last Which week. Which Jack in the Box did you go to? The one in Kihei? The one in, the one in Kihei, the one that is open despite they're doing construction on it. Yeah, and also <laughs> that sometimes the drive-thru is like completely closed and the inside is also like a bomb hit it. Right. So, the, yeah, it is currently under construction, but I had to go because I had to get the cheesy bacon quad. And I was in the mood for like a buttery Jack, and I just could not get it out of my brain. So I went there. And you know what's so cool about the Jack in the Box? They have the app, right? Mm-hmm. And the deals that you get on the Jack in the Box app are so fantastic. It's amazing. Yeah, you can get two for six buttery jacks. I got two. I, it was two for seven buttery jacks. Oh, they so I got up two the of price. those. I got for eight dollars. They had a the cheesy bacon quad, uh-huh. and then they also had like this thing where it was like two for four dollars, two sides. So I got a side of jalapeno poppers and a side of onion rings. So I got three burgers, one of which was a cheesy bacon quadruple <laughs> burger, <laughs> and two sides for less for than twenty. It was less than twenty dollars, Chuck. Yeah. Less than twenty dollars mm-hmm. at jack in the box that's so much food you didn't add the two dollar oreo shake i <laughs> i was all, you gotta add the $2 Chuck, I, I, had, shake. I was already gonna be consuming like four thousand calories and the or and having the oreo shake would double that mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so i opted not to get the the oreo shake or else i, I might have gone into some sort of coma <laughs> but I gotta say it was super delicious and the, the bacon quad it's weird whenever you get quad burgers from places it's never as big as you think it is cause they, they give you four patties but they're it's not like, the quarter pound patties they're like smaller patties mm-hmm. but you know who doesn't do that Jack in the Box. No, Teddy's Bigger Burger. Oh, yeah? Teddy's. Oh. If you ever go to Teddy's and you order a quadruple burger, it's like <laughs> it's like a four-pound burger. It's, no, so it's no joke, dude. Teddy's Bigger Burgers are exactly what they are. Bigger burgers. They are bigger burgers. Mm. So I, I got a quadruple burger from Teddy's one time. It was, it was rough. You know what I like with Bigger Burgers? What? Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? <laughs> Look no further than Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. <laughs> Um, are you ready to talk about National Ice Cream Day? Let's do it. Let's so, not talk about Palestine. If you follow, <laughs> if you follow us on Instagram at Biscuits and Gravy eight hundred eight, you probably saw that we were celebrating National Ice Cream Day, July eighteenth. Um, it, it was actually started by a friend of the show, Ronald Reagan. Oh yeah! Did you know that National yeah. Ice Cream Day was started by Ronald Reagan? Wow! He, I, you know what? I always the hated Gipper. Reagan. I always hated Reagan, but now that I know he did something great with his <laughs> political career, <laughs> he loved ice cream apparently almost as much as he loved jelly beans. <laughs> so thank you, Ronald and Reagan. Denying the AIDS crisis. Right? Yeah. We we you can pretend that AIDS <laughs> the war on drugs. You can cre- you can pretend that AIDS doesn't exist, but you can't deny the fact that ice cream is delicious. Delicious. Mm. They should so have a thank you, Ronald Palestine flavor where it's a <laughs> wall of chocolate down the middle that you have to break apart. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We're, we're, getting, a, we're getting a phone oh. call. <laughs> we're getting a phone call here. Good afternoon, morning, and aloha, Biscuits here. Caller number five, you're live. Hey there, boys. It's me, former president Ronald Reagan. <laughs> hey, Reagan. Oh, I thought you were dead, Ronald Reagan. I've come back from the dead because you invoked my name. <laughs> <laughs> you said Ronald Reagan three times. Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan, <laughs> Ronald Reagan. Anytime someone brings up that I brought National Ice Cream Day to Americans, back from the dead. Oh, that's good, good to hear, Ronald Reagan. Wow. You also made ketchup a vegetable. And pizza a vegetable, so I, I good good for you, Ronald Reagan. Pizza is a vegetable, Chuck. It is. Wow. I, Although tomatoes I ne- are a fruit. I never I knew that I ate so much vegetables. I know. So how how's things going in the afterlife? I guess. 
It's pretty hot down here. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you didn't go to heaven, Reagan? I'm as shocked as you, Chuck. Wow. Uh, What's your favorite ice cream flavor, Reagan? Well, they don't give us ice cream down here because it all melts. (laughs) I'm sure it does. (laughs) But I like good classic vanilla. Oh, okay. Good classic vanilla. Yeah, I would have guessed you'd like it all white. I, I could totally see that. By the way, say hi to Nancy for me. <laughs> oh, I'll give her my best. Oh, spending the afterlife with your significant other. Now, that's the real hell. Yeah. Tell her I said to just say no. <laughs> oh, by the way, you'll be glad to hear the war on drugs is going great up here. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> so thanks for that also. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Good to hear. Mm-hmm. You'll be glad to know the Republican Party is still needlessly putting African Americans in jail. Yep. Oh, goody. goody. Commercial prisons, more profitable than ever before. That's the America I created. It is. True story. <laughs> All right. So hopefully we'll try to get some ice cream down there for you soon. Now, I got a question for you, Reagan, before I let you go. Is there a presidential Quiznos in hell? I don't even know what Quiznos is, Chuck. Oh, oh no. That does truly well, sound he like does hell. he lost his mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Reagan. They only have Carl Jr. in hell. <laughs> oh, I want to talk to Carl Sr. <laughs> All right. Well, All th- right. thanks for giving us a call, Reagan. Okay, you boys. I got to get to my 4 o'clock torture test, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Take care, Duder. All right. Ronald Reagan, always a good... Friend of the show, former president Ronald Reagan. <laughs> He he sounded like he was a little bit out of it, so uh, nothing has changed. <laughs> All right, so for National Ice Cream Day, Chuck, I want to tell you about a couple of things that I did. You eat any ice cream for National Ice Cream Day? I ate tons of ice cream all week. What did you have? So, good. so oh, for, for you, it's a whole week, like a birthday week. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the thirty-year-old girl you ate. <laughs> it's my birthday month. My birthday month. Uh, so I was on an island in the middle of Alaska, uh, Halibut Bay. Did you get a? Did you get baked in Alaska? Uh, I did. So, so you, you would say that was a baked Alaska. Uh huh. Oh, this is also a delicious ice so, cream treat. So good. What uh, is baked Alaska? It's like I don't a cake know. with ice, It's like ice cream over actual cake with like a meringue on top that they hit with a with a blowtorch. Oh, okay. Oh, and yeah, a that toasted makes sense. meringue. Yeah. You know my favorite one, though? It's Moose Tracks, probably. I love Moose Tracks. So, so that's Moose the one with the little peanut butter cups in peanut it, right? Peanut butter cups, oh, dude. It's like vanilla ice cream with and peanut butter cups. And a trail of fudge in I the love white it. snow of vanilla ice yeah. cream. Yeah. So oh, I love Moose Tracks. I like Tin Roof Sunday too. Ooh. I don't know if it, I think t- I think Turkey Hill makes Tin Roof Sunday. Okay. And it's like it's kind of similar to Moose Tracks, but it's like it's like fudge swirls and chocolate covered peanuts. I think I like Eddie's uh, double chocolate brownie fudge. Oh, so good! Like you just eat so much of it and you can't move, and then you die. Mm, so I got um, Diana had never had Klondike bars before. What? So while you were in the Klondike, I was at home in <laughs> I would do Hawaii. For up, never mind. I was eating Klondike bars, so that was really good. They, we got the crispy one, so it's almost like a, like a crunch bar in the chocolate on the oh, outside, so instead of just a plain chocolate. I love it. So that was good. We got a box of drumsticks, you know, the vanilla yeah. ice cream cones. Uh, we got. I bought a, a half gallon of Reese's. It was half and half. It was half Reese's peanut butter cup ice cream and half Reese's pieces ice cream. Oh. That was phenomenal. I love. I love peanut butter cups and any type of ice it's cream. So it's so delicious. And we also got. I don't know if we talked about this, but they brought back 
the Vianetta cake. I know. Good I didn't humor. even know it disappeared. Yeah. So apparently Vianetta cakes were a thing like back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, my girlfriend, Diana, she had always seen commercials for it and she always wanted it. That's but then commercial cakes were at the top of their game. Right. Yeah. Like Sarah Lee was, oh, yeah. was big in the game at Ed that Ma- time. Edmonds or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, Vianetta was like this delicious ice cream cake. And then they took it off the market back in the 90s, but they never took it off the market in the UK. It was still for sale in the UK. And then just recently... Like a couple months ago, they brought it back just in time for National Ice Cream Day. <gasps> so I got to buy it. They had it over at Safeway. I bought a Viennetta cake, and she got to live her lifelong childhood dream of eating a Viennetta cake. I love ice cream cakes, dude. I like all sorts of it. Ice cream cakes bringing people together. And I don't know if you saw this article that I sent you. Uh, a company, an uh, ice cream company called Van Leeuwen. Mm-hmm. Sounds Dutch or something. They came out with a Kraft mac and cheese ice cream. Yeah, so... It sold out immediately. So did Spam, Pumpkin Spice Spam. That doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> Wait, what? Pumpkin Spice Spam? Yeah, so... That was a real thing? Yeah, Pumpkin Spice Spam. Ugh, that and sounds so disgusting. I set my alarm to buy it, and by the time I got online, it had already sold out. You set out your alarm to buy it? For my girlfriend, Governor Chris Christie. Nice. Loves- That's like when I had to set my alarm to wake up at four in the morning to get my jack-in-the-box chicken-scented ch- face mask. <laughs> And I got it, baby. I got it. I like that you went to the comedy show, didn't perform comedy, but just showed off your chicken-scented mask, and then <laughs> rode away on a bicycle. Goodbye, guys. Just wanted to show you my chicken-scented mask. It's like peak COVID. I'm like, hey, man, can I sniff your mask? So, yeah, Van Leeuwen uh, was a craft. They came out with a craft. They're like a, a high-end gourmet ice cream company. And yeah, so, so when you think high-end gourmet they ice only cream. Have, they only have a couple, like, brick-and-mortor stores, you think mostly cheesiest. on the East Coast in Texas. But, yes, they came out with Kraft macaroni and cheese ice cream. It sold out immediately. I don't know if we're ever going to see it again, but if you're listening out there and you got to try the Kraft macaroni and cheese ice cream, give us a call. We want to hear from you. 808-873-3435. We got to jump into spoiler alert and then chuck stuff the knowledge buffalo, bro. Right, well, before we do that, uh, I got one more thing to talk about for Gluttony Club. Gee, who? I don't know if you heard about this, but have you heard about the Olympics, Chuck, are going on in Tokyo? Yeah, also, the Olympics. Nobody's been talking about it. Guys, but- <laughs> the Olympics stupid well yeah nobody's gonna argue that but you know what's not stupid pizza hut in japan came out with (laughs) are you ready for this No, they didn't the decathlon meat lovers pizza what which is a pizza with 10 types of meat on it here i'm gonna show you a picture of it that is the pizza hut japan decathlon meat lovers pizza it has all right, you ready? Okay, I'm the most ready. Biscuiteers, gravy gals alike, this is where we prove that we are an educational show. By counting to 10? Yes. Okay, and so. naming different types of so, meats. All right, this is the 10 meats that come on the Pizza Hut Tokyo Decathlon Meat Lovers Olympic Pizza. All right, it comes with bacon, Iberico thick sliced bacon, aged bacon, charcoal grilled beef ribs, beef bulgogi, teriyaki chicken, Pulled pork, pepperoni, rough sliced sausage, and Italian sausage. No meatballs? No meatballs. <laughs> I'm getting heartburned just hearing it. Dude, b- by the way, beef bulgogi? We talked about that on the show a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. But on a pizza? I love bulgogi. Korean sweetness on a pizza? Yeah. Oh, my God. Ooh. Guys, if you're, in, if you're in Japan and you can get your hands on one of these decathlon pizzas, Fed send us one. to 333 <laughs> Dairy, Dairy Road. Road. Attention, the Biscuits and Gravy <laughs> Show. Care of Tony Two Tokes. 
please send us a, a Japanese 10 meat pizza. Mm. That's all I've ever wanted in my life. Don't, that might actually be worth Google going to Japan. Japanese 10 meat pizza. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you ready for spoiler alert? Yes! Finally, it's time for spoiler alert. Spoiler alert is proudly presented in a part by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons. Get out the demons! And did, listeners like you. Did you hear that Britney Spears posted a topless picture on Instagram? No! It's not topless. She's got she's wearing just like some skimpy, like short booty shorts okay. and a hand bra. Ooh. You know the Ooh. hand bra, right? Yeah, you put your Where, hands over your tits. Right, exactly. So um if how you How old is Britney Spears? How long has it been since you pleasured yourself to a picture of Britney Spears? Probably you know like what? fifteen years. In retrospect, I don't think I actually have because the picture of Britney Spears that I downloaded on I think it was like LimeWire or something was, was not a actually Britney Spears. <laughs> picture of her. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you ready to hear about some of the Emmy nominations? Can we talk about how we talked about Deepfake on the show? We brought Deepfake to the world theater. We and did. You know how the Star Wars Mandalorian had a terrible Deepfake of Luke Skywalker? Right. Some guy on YouTube fixed it, and then Lucasfilms hired him. Yeah, dude, that's the American dream. That's what I call getting the biscuit bump, baby. Deepfake is the future, baby. Uh-huh. All right, so outstand, Outstanding Drama Series. We're just going to name a few of them. The Boys, Bridgerton, uh, The Crown, The Mandalorian, Lovecraft Country. So I know. And Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. so most of which we have talked about on the show. Uh, for Outstanding Comedy, Pen15, which we mentioned, Cobra Kai. Okay, Cobra Kai is way better than Pen15. Something called Hacks, which I think Luke, ha- friend of the show Luke is in. Uh, <laughs> Ted, no, Ted, no, Hacks <laughs> is actually kind of funny, man. Uh, Ted Lasso, The Flight Ac- Attendant, and The Kaminsky Method, which I heard is pretty good. I love The Kaminsky Method. Is The Kaminsky Method worth and watching? I think it's worth watching, although I, the more I watched it, the more I was like, oh, I really want to watch Barry. Because they both talk right. about getting giving acting lessons in L.A. Uh, so Elizabeth Moss, she got Outstanding Lead Actress in a Series nomination for The Handmaid's Tale, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, who else got some good nominations? Um, outstanding lead actress, outstanding supporting actor was the guy from who plays her husband in Handmaid's Tale. This guy's name, I'm not making this up. His name is O.T. Fag Benley. Sweet. Okay, that's his real name. I hope he's getting real paid name. time and a half. Because <laughs> he's definitely making O.T. So O.T. Fag Benley, we got you. He's my choice. Also, John Lithgow, friend of the show John Lithgow, he got nominated for Perry Mason. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, and then The Crown. It seems like The Handmaid's Tale, Lovecraft Country, and The Crown got all the nominations. Pretty well, much anybody that was in Handmaid's Tale, The Crown, of friend of the show. Lovecraft Country is going to get it. It's an HBO show. And it didn't get picked up for a second season, but it did get a whole bunch of nominations. So congratulations, Lovecraft Country. I don't know how much more they could have made of the show, though, you know? Yeah. Uh, Also, Curb Your Enthusiasm got renewed for season 11. I watched the Black Widow movie. We'll talk about that maybe next week on the show. Uh, Not really. But it did have a cover of the song Smells Like Teen Spirit at the beginning of it. It was like a slow, sad cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit, which was an interesting choice for a Disney Marvel movie. Mm. Uh, I also watched all of Loki. Yeah, what? So I was against watching Loki. I didn't think I was going to like it. But you live I, like a I, block away from the beach. Why don't you go surfing? I did end up... <laughs> I haven't been surfing in a while. But I did end up watching Loki. And I got to say, I actually enjoyed it. So we'll, we'll talk about that next week on the show. And, oh, I just got to give a shout out to the new epi- newest episode of Rick and Morty. 
uh, which was the Thanksgiving special, oh, I <laughs> which seen they it! which they aired in July in true classic Rick and Morty joke fashion. They did a Thanksgiving special in July for no reason, and there is a super funny song about people turning on the turkeys. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend. I'm two episodes behind Rick and Morty. You gotta go check out the new Rick and Morty episode. I hate going on it's vacation. so funny. Um, but yeah, the Loki show. It's uh, spoiler alert. Owen Wilson's in it. I hear he's funny. In it. And at and the like end, good. we reveal that it was Kang all along. And it's pretty cool because, like, the Loki show is all about different timelines and, like, different timelines being trimmed and then branching out. And then that is going to lead to uh, the expansion of timelines is going to lead to the multiverse, which is going to lead in nicely to the animated show What If, which I talked to you about a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. What if is remind like, our listeners about what if it's an animated Marvel show that's going to take place. Uh, it's going to display all these different timelines and be like, what happened if all these different timelines started branching out in different directions? Mm. So I'm very interested in checking that out. Wow, how much can they possibly milk this? Is the ultimate question. Oh, here. and of course, I have to mention we talked so much about Nicolas Cage recently. Oh my God, I know. Can we you, talk an hour about la- Nick Cage? Last week we talked about Willy's Wonderland, which I went and I watched, and Willy's Wonderland was very good. It's so good. It's the best Nicolas Cage movie I've ever seen, where he has zero dialogue. He has no lines. It's in the just entire him movie dancing. And it's fantastic. It's him dancing, playing pinball, and beating up animatronic Chuck E. Cheese robots. Yep, and then just crushing monster energy drinks. But there's a new movie that he's in. I told you last week that I saw the trailer for it. It's a movie called Pig, and then since we've it's talked John last... John Wick for truffles. It's John Wick if it took place in the Seattle fine dining scene. <laughs> and so <laughs> basically, Nick Cage is like a washed up uh, high-end celebrity chef. I wouldn't doubt who, that at all. Who he becomes a recluse. He's living in the middle of a forest. He's got a pig that sniffs out truffles, mm-hmm. and then he like sells truffles on the black market. And somebody comes and steals his his very valuable pig in the middle of the night. And so he has to <laughs> he has to go sort of like taken. He has to go get his pig back. And uh, he goes to like a weird like underground fight club place. There's so much crazy stuff in it, and. He's acting in it is phenomenal. He's already getting Oscar buzz. Oh, sweet! So if you haven't seen Pig, must see. It's it's a must see. And Definitely. If you haven't seen one Willis of the best Wonderland. Nick Cage's movies in a long time. <laughs> so I love Willis Wonderland. It's so funny. <laughs> All right, so we're almost at the end of the show. You ready for Chuck stuff and Knowledge Buffalo? I know. Go watch the new Rick and Morty episode. It's so good. Thanks for listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU, KAKU 80.5, The Voice of Maui. I'm Chuck Sauce. He's Vince Fody. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show, which is proudly underwritten in part by Meryl Streep's Street Sweepers. They'll clean up in hours. All right. Our first question comes from Mark in Hollywood, Florida. Mark wants to know, Chinese parsley is also known as what? Cilantro. That's correct. Chinese parsley is also known as cilantro. You're my cilantro bro. All right. Dina in Portland, Oregon wants to know. Hi, Dima. What movie did J.K. Simmons win an Oscar for? I told you we were going to talk about J.K. Simmons on the show. Simmons. J.K. Simmons won an Oscar. You know who J.K. Simmons is, no. right? He's uh, J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man. He doesn't want to be famous. I'll make him infamous. Oh, okay. Um, that drummer movie. Um, what was it called? I don't know. It's Whiplash. Oh. All right. And our third question is a that sports was the movie, question. Though, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, our third question comes from Kimolani and Kihei. He wants to know, what country won the first ever gold medal in skateboarding? Japan? It was Japan. 
coincidental. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Japanese uh, judges voted for Japan. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I guess congratulations. So you got two out of three, Chuck, and you know what they say. Meatloaf sandwich everyone that can enjoy. Means that that's the end of our show. Today's show is proudly presented in a part by John Ham's Pork Products. If it's not ham, it's not pork. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cookie Dough because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. Vincent Bodie, I'll see you next week. Same biscuit time, same gravy. What a place. show we had today, Chuck. Thanks for getting it dialed into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. And for me to you, I love.